The following is a presentation of the Wide Open Mic Podcast Network. For information on this and other podcasts, please go to www.wideopenmic.net. Two players, two sides. Do you have any idea how badly I want to play? One is light. Hey, damn it, run! One is dark. We're the good guys, Michael. Son of a bitch. Don't ever tell me what I can't do, ever! Dude? You all, everybody? Let's go, friends. You all, everybody? You all, everybody? Acting like it's stupid people when it's been too close. I love you, Benny. But if we can't live together... Nice, as friends. I've always loved you. We're gonna die alone. Don't you leave me. I'm so sorry. Guys, we have to go back, Kate. I love you. We have to go back. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to episode one of season two for Lost. We have to go back. A Lost Rewatch podcast. Man, I'm so excited. Jesse, your favorite opening in TV history. We will get to all that. Finally, we get to see what is in the hatch. All this and so much more, guys. Uh, but hey, I'm not alone. With me is Dave Daz. Nice to be here, brother. And the great Fuge. It's good to be here, brother. And our lost historian, Jesse. Good to be here, brother. And the man who I hopefully never have to see in another life, Mr. Keith Stewart. I had to go back. <laughs> Whoever it was that dropped the brother in the chain, I think it was you. Was that you, Daz, this morning? The text chain? That's... Everyone's been saying it, right? It's not. It's Is that why you thing. said you it? Because of this episode? Or was yeah, that just. Course. Oh, great. I just made me I so think, happy. You know, well, I think I probably used that word anyway, but it's. I had to use it today. It's a great way to talk, you know, to refer to a, another, you know, one of your bros. There brother. you go. All right, well, let's just let's just die. We got so much stuff here. I can't wait to hear Keith's thoughts on a lot of this stuff. There's I learned something new in this episode, something I never caught before. So I'm excited about that. Some spoilery things that that I might kind of gloss over, but let's just jump right in. This is season two, episode one, Man of Science, Man of Faith. It originally aired September 21st, 2005, directed by Jack Bender, which is his seventh episode he directed ninth if you count all three parts of exodus as one episode and this was written by damon lindelof alone his eighth again his 11th if you count the pilot and the exodus episode as individual episodes so i don't know how we want to address that but and this is the fourth episode that he wrote by himself and jesse you think that this might possibly be the last ever episode of lost written by one person I think so. Just uh, thinking about it and my only like reason as to why that I can come up with is that it's basically like a three part premiere. And so I bet you they just kind of broke it up and, and uh, split it, the writing of it. And that's the only reason that I can think of that one person in it and the team is already in place. So I don't know why they, they, they went back to a singular person. Yeah. Unless Damon's just like, ah, I already wrote it. I'm the boss. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, 
Obviously, there's a new season. There's some new changes in the cast a little bit. Um, I'm going to ask you, Keith, did you pay attention to the cast at all? Um, I didn't notice any changes, so okay, I guess good. that's a no. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, leave, leave, leave that out. Guys. Yeah, no, no, I am. I, uh, okay. Yeah, there's a... there. Yeah, I, I didn't want to mention it, but I have it in there. So when it gets... When it comes up, we will we'll mention it. So, but there are a couple of changes in the cast. Um, let's talk about the guest stars for this episode. Uh, John Terry's back as Christian Shepherd, Henry Ian Cusack as Desmond, and Julie uh, Bowen as Sarah Wagner. Of course, we know Sarah before if we've seen her before. Uh, co-stars in this episode we have Anson Mount as Kevin who was Sarah's fiance. Anyone want to take a guess at his biggest role outside of lost? Obviously he was in one scene in lost. Anyone know his biggest role to date as an actor? And it wasn't this scene. No. Bigger role? Okay. Uh, no, then he played, yeah. you know, Jess. Well, I mean, I was going to say hell on wheels, but I think you're going to go with star Trek. Oh, I didn't, oh, yeah, he was in Star Trek. No, I was going to say mm-hmm. he was Britney Spears' love interest in Crossroads. Boom. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we also had Katie Doyle as Buchanan, who was just one of the... He was the, she, the, she was the EMT who brought in Sarah into the hospital. There's David Ellie, who was Brian Constance, who was an intern who wasn't officially named, but you could see on his bag, Brad, it's on HD. It said Brian Costas. Um, Meso Ford was just a nurse, an unnamed nurse. They She has a name also, but you can't see it. Um, Is she the one that has the amazing reaction when, when Jack says uh, the thing to Sarah? I believe so, yes, yes. <laughs> like they they linger on her so long. <laughs> yes, uh, Julius Letta plays EMT number two, who was the one that wheeled in the person Sarah hit. Uh, Ivana Michael Smith uh, played a survivor. Now she's an unnamed survivor, and they mention her as just ND survivor, but she's a new character. Um, so I put her on the spreadsheet as ND survivor. She's the one later in the episode that's talking to Charlie. So she actually has lines. Um, she could be Tracy. We officially don't know who Tracy is, but there's a lot of just background people in this. I thought I saw Faith Faye, but she wasn't listed under uncredited on my source that I use. So I don't know. I mean, she probably is there, but there's tons of extras in this tons of them Um, the other, the last uh, co-star build after the credits were Larry wise, which played the anesthesiologist. So uh, this is a Jack centric episode and it finishes covering day 44 on the Island. So this is the same day as the finale so um man let's just jump right in uh it opens with an eyeball of course uh and this eyeball we get to go about this guy's day we see him typing on a computer we see him playing mama Cass, working out drinking a protein shake um at this time keith what what were your thoughts on this scene yeah, so uh, at first I saw this, I, I assumed it was a flashback because, you know, you see all the old technology and so forth. 
Um, and I was trying to figure out, all right, who is this? Me and Dottie, uh, my wife, we were sitting there saying, who is this a flashback of back in the day? So she was like, oh, she was like, it's uh, it's Sawyer. I'm like, no, no, no. That's this is like, in the, it looks like it's in the 70s or the 80s. And I'm like, it's got to be locked back in the day. Right. And, and then as we watch it, of course, and then right when he does the, the shot, I guess, the I don't know if that's steroids that he was taking. Um, and then you could see the outline of a hatch area. And I was like, oh, obviously they're underground now. And that's at that point where I realized we were not in a flashback. Jesse, why is this the greatest scene in TV history? Well, did I say that? <laughs> yeah, you were, you were quoted as saying. I'm not going to lie. It may, I, I love this scene, but. It's one of them, and it's just an amazing, amazing sequence. And uh, it really kind of took loss into the next stratosphere for me. But it's an amazing gag because you're you're learning all of this stuff about the hash but you don't know that it's the hash yet and so you're getting all this information and then and then the reveal comes and you're just like holy shit there's a guy in it all of this uh, outdated technology in there and like you know all of this stuff about it that you know and uh and it's very simply told in, in three minutes and you know? mama cass and mama cass yeah uh, uh i i like I, I I agree with you that I it's when you watch it, it doesn't have that effect on you. But when you go back after it's all said and done and realize the stakes that you're getting from this, like I, yeah, I think it's, I, don't know, I love, I love the scene. I am, I am all, I am, I've said that before. I prefer the season three open. I love that. That, that you kind that's kind of the same feeling you get as to this it's just a little different um it's just kind of a, a different take on it but it's essentially the same thing that they're doing here just in a yeah. different way um yeah they just execute it differently but it's essentially the same kind of gag you know yeah yeah so what do you what are you guys future and, and Daz, what are your thoughts on this opening my scene? thought is that injection looked fucked <laughs> do not want that. At least if you take allergy medicine, do not take that shot. Oh, that, that looked that looked rough. What was it a shot of though? Uh, I think they show you the label very briefly, but I don't think you're supposed to know what it is at this point. There's okay. something that you see later in this episode that kind of explain what it was is. It the quarant the quarantine. Exactly. Thing? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. So what about you, Daz? What was your thoughts? Uh, I, I also really like this opening because, you know, you get sucked into this little universe and you think you're somewhere totally off the island. You know, you think you're, I, don't know, I guess in a flashback or it could be in, you know, just like a, a flash sideways or something, something, you know, somewhere that is con con contemporaneous to the events of the island, but just somewhere else it could be, but then when 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 the reveal comes it's so uh i don't know it's so rewarding because it adds a lot of mystique and mystery and suspense and all sorts of emotions to stuff that is ordinary and mundane you know like he's just doing his morning routine it's just it's making pretty, breakfast going on breakfast riding, riding a bike, bike. 
yeah, yeah. dude is is you know his his, dude, dude, uh, his peloton like yeah why why is doing pull-ups like intense like <laughs> and i love that there's stuff that we still don't that are huge deals that we still don't understand at this point in the show yet like there's stuff that that won't come up for a little while and stuff that'll so I come up seeing this the first time um and i had the same kind of reaction this time where i didn't get uh, a flashback vibe like some of you did because the tech I, I got a weird sci-fi vibe because the technology was mixed it was like a bunch of different eras like all mashed together like they i don't know, like they were building on top of it or whatever so it it didn't seem flashbacky it it it, it, it very, felt very alterverse to me even right out of the gate i remember that uh, the first time i saw it yeah did anyone else get that or no I wish well, I could go back yeah, and I remember. Kind of, yeah, yeah, I kind of felt that way too. I mean, okay. the side flash, but then, uh, yeah, but then, like, okay, then obviously everyone's asking, or maybe Keith, you can expound on this. I mean, once once you saw, okay, this is that from the hash point of view, you must be wondering, like, okay, what the who is this dude? You know, what is he doing down there? Yes, I mean, there's that, but at the same time, it was like. Um, just it, it, it was like looking in behind the curtain of something that you've been wanting to see for the past year. And at this point, yes, you're just like, yeah, you have more questions. But at this point, I'm like, all right, at least we're starting to involve characters. Because as soon as I realized it was in the hatch, I told my wife, I'm like, all right, here we go. We're inside. Spoiler yeah, alert. We're in the belly of the beast. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Jack yeah. shoots him and none of this is answered. Yeah. <laughs> But they had, you know, but I just love the like the balls of the writers to where it's like all of season one, people were like, What's in the hatch? And they end, they don't show you at the end of season one, they're looking down into it. And then, so everyone tuned in for season two to see what's in the hatch. And it starts, and, and everybody's like, What the hell? Like, what the hell is this? Like, this isn't the hatch, but then they showed you the whole thing already, like what it is. It's an interesting way to to shoot your wad right out of the gate, but then have everyone just clamoring for more immediately. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, cool. Let's go back to the island. Uh, Hurley uh, is he starts talking to jo- John about the numbers, and then well, he's fine. He just has to pee. <laughs> and then Jack and Kate are looking down the hatch. And Hurley wants to leave, and Jack wants to leave, and. Locke wants to stay. Um, Daz, why does Jack not want to go down there? I don't know. That's a good question. I guess he doesn't buy into this, uh, you know, the mystery. He doesn't care. He's got more pressing immediate concerns. He doesn't know what's down there. And there's no guarantee that, you know, from his point of view, he's thinking very rationally. I don't know what's down there, and I don't know if it's going to be helpful. And is it worth risking injury? Is it worse? Was it worth risking, you know, a lot of energy to get everyone down there in the middle of the night? You and know, I think that, this that's can the wait. point, right? Is it is the middle of the night? He's not saying don't do it. He's just saying, like, hey, don't do it right, right now. Right this second, right. So right now is not a good time. Like, so what if it's a pit of snakes? Like, you're just going to lower everyone <laughs> exactly. down there one by one into a fucking pit of snakes? Like, come on, wait till the sun's up. <laughs> I know, exactly. Wait till people can uh, get their bearings a little bit. But John Locke is on a mission from God. So, so. this, oh, this yeah. episode is titled Man of Science, Man of Faith. Future, what does that mean? 
Uh, well, it's our the whole dichotomy of the show, right? Is you've got you know people who are devout uh, believers in a faith base, and people who are devout believers in a science base, which you know you could argue is a faith in and of itself. And I think you get a lot of examples of you know someone who is devoutly a man of science or a man of faith, and is is um, coaxed to uh, switch at certain points in the episode. If you want to even jump ahead a little bit, I, the, the example I'm thinking of is um, the, uh, Jack's conversation with his father. Yeah. Do you want to jump ahead or you want? Well, to- you know what? Let me play this clip for you. Um, by the way, I always rave about the commentaries. I just think the guys on the commentary have so much chemistry with each other. So there is a commentary for episode two or for episode one in season two. It's done by Damon and Carlton. It's done by Brian Burke, who's the producer and Jack Bender, the director. So uh, here's them talking about uh, man of faith, man of science. I thought this was a cool clip. So I'm place real quick for you. Done. Here's a case where Locke wants desperately to go we'll down go into the hatch and the audience is with him. Case. You know, I mean, it's like we we want to go in there and find out more about that dude. Up, Jack is actually in opposition to Locke. And, you know, the, we want the audience to root for Jack, too, because he's our hero character. And sure. that was why we decided that it would be Jack's flashbacks um, in the season premiere. We were going to call the episode Man of Science, Man of Faith. And I think a lot of people sort of think that episode the title is about Jack is the man of science, Locke is the man of faith. But in fact, our, our title was Man of Science, Man of Faith because we felt that was Jack. He is both those things. And we are going to tell the story of, you know, how he started as a man of science but became a man of faith. Tell us that thing. So, yeah. Good, good job. Wow. Fu- good job. Watch Fuch. the show good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you probably fired the freshest to this as you just finished it right before we started. So, <clears throat> so yeah, I thought that was a good pull. That, that, that It's a great commentary. I can't recommend these all, every single commentary enough, even the ones with, with uh, Maggie Grace and Summerfall. <laughs> they're like, they're still great. Like, I don't know. They're just, you could just tell this is a family, you know, a, a family working together. I don't know. So, uh, all right. So back to the flashback and Jack's sweet hair. Uh, he's attempting to save a woman's life. She comes in and the woman says she has to dance at her wedding. Keith, when did you realize who this woman was? Did you know uh, right away who it was? Yeah, right away. As soon as... Uh they were talking about her, you know, um, when they brought her in, I was, I told my wife, I was like, yeah, that's his future wife. So nice. Yeah. There wasn't much mystery to me. All right. I'm going to throw something out for everyone on this call. Not named Jesse. Did anyone catch who the other person was in the accident? Cause uh, I did not know until today who the other person was. They said the name. Did anyone catch the name? Yeah, but it didn't register as anything. Daz, did you catch it? Fuge? Uh, Keith? Anyone? Was it Rutherford? Adam Rutherford was the name. Anyone know who and he who is? Who is Adam Rutherford? Oh, Jesse, why don't Ruth- you tell us all who Adam Rutherford is? Okay, wait, okay. Let, me, let me just say, I know Shannon Rutherford. Ruth- Rutherford is Shannon's last name. So Adam Rutherford must be Shannon's dad. Correct. Good. Je- oh, you watched the show good too, Doc. <laughs> Deductive reasoning. <laughs> Deductive reasoning. 
Yes, Adam Rutherford, Shannon's father, was the other person dying in this car accident. I did not know that. And here's another useless fact for y'all out there. I said y'all because everyone on this call is, is I don't know. Anyway, no, here's a here's a in the north. <laughs> here is something for you. This is the second Jack flashback episode that one of Shannon's relatives died in. Boom. Because you know, uh, Boone, the other one? Boone died in a Jack flashback episode as well. Oh, got it. Well, so, I don't know uh, if that's a relative. I well, guess I mean, stepbrother relative. Does it make me a bad person if I'm like way more okay with Jack making the decision to let that guy die? Because he birthed <laughs> <Shannon>. <laughs> like, He didn't birth good. her, but... Good. He didn't let him. He tried to save him. No, he let that guy go immediately. Yeah, he looks at him and he feels the, you know, the dark side of the force and he lets him go, you know? Yeah, he like, he he does the mental math where he's like, older patient, blah, blah, blah. I'm saving the hot young one. And he's like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of the Rutherfords, we go back to the cave and Shannon has lost the effing dog. Wait, wait Huge. I, I do want to. Sorry, sorry. I want to. I, I do want to talk about that. But what ER doesn't have a second person that can intubate? That's a fucking base level like medical function in an emergency room. Like, there's no way only the main surgeon. This must have been the, the at least the nineties. I don't know yeah, what that means. Yeah, but... It's not a new procedure, mate. Like it's not... <laughs> just try to justify killing Shannon's dad. Uh, no, I mean being Shannon's dad is justification enough to murder him. But like that was a weird reason to let him go. I, I think they could have done better. I, I don't know. When when you have that hair, you can run the whole thing by yourself. That is true. That was <laughs> sweet, sweet hair. <laughs> All right, but but Shannon lost the dog. Oh, All right, Fuge. So so let me ask you this. Let me get this out, and then I'll let you do your thing, Fuge. Did the time she spent with a non-lost dog live up to your expectations of how long she would hold on to the dog without losing it? That's my question for you. Go. I actually had the question, like, did we, I forgot, did we have a betting pool on how long it was going to take her to lose the dog? I and, remember and something. had, like, a day? Because it's been, like, a day. It right? wasn't a day. This is still day 44. It's, like, a couple hours. Oh, it's, like, it's the same day? <laughs> it's, the, it's, like, it's the same day. It is nighttime <laughs> of that day. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so they left in the morning, and she lost the dog that night. <laughs> Yeah. I think For he's right. Yeah, because that, that the, the 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 finale and the opener are like you know seamlessly connected. So that they they the day that they open the hatch, that's the the first episode. You know, okay, I I I thought she did better, and apparently she did exactly what I originally expected her to do, which was fucking miserable. One day, not even one full day. <laughs> of course, she lost the fucking dog. Stop. <laughs> You know, okay, so she she had that little side conversation with Saeed, right, where she's like, oh, this is the one thing anyone's ever asked me to do. Really? Really? It's the one thing anyone has ever asked you. That's a fucking lie. I've watched people on this show ask you to do all sorts of shit, and you just didn't. This is the first thing you actually agreed to do. That yeah, what about not her translating French? Thing. What's that? Someone, tra- they asked you to translate the French thing. Yeah. So then she did the other thing. Like that, it's just she's a fucking she's liar. Activities. She's a fucking idiot. <laughs> she's a fraud. I, 
Just, you know, I wish you would go for a, a leisurely morning drown and, and do us all a favor. Fucking go kill yourself, Shannon. <laughs> God. <laughs> all right. That's what I was hoping for. That's the future we've signed up for. All right. So, so back at the hatch, uh, Hurley asks Locke why he blew up the hatch. They debate if it was really to save everyone. Uh, Daz, was it really to save everyone, or they just want to see what's in the hatch? They just want they want to see what's in the fucking hatch. As did yeah. I. Fuck everyone else. What's in the <laughs> hatch? Saving is a convenient excuse. Yeah. Now I, I would have just said I don't care about anything except finding out what's in the hatch. That's it. <laughs> I don't care, Jack. I don't care what. I don't care what's in there. I don't care if it is a pit of snakes or you know flesh eating centipedes or what. I don't. I don't care. I want to see what's in the hatch. All right, well, let me ask you something, Keith. Um, what is up with the top of the hatch? So the hatch, we see the word quarantine on it. What What's going on there? I think what's going on is I'm really close to my um, zombie prediction of uh, zombies running around in the in the hatch. That's a good idea. I like that idea. Well, wait, wait, wait. But we know what's in the hatch. You think that uh, you think that this guy in the hatch killed all the zombies? No, I'm not. I'm not saying they're actually in the hatch. I'm just saying I predict on the that. island. So, on the island, yes. I'm saying that they they could be on the. You know, th- he's quarantining from something, right? So I don't know if he's actually the one that's sick and he's down there because he's trying to protect everybody else, or if the if the stuff that is bad is outside the hatch. Well, I'm, no, no. I'm, there's there's a very clear indicator here. The quarantine was not posted on the outside of the hatch, or they would have seen the words quarantine on the outside. It was right. posted on the inside. Right. Which means whoever's on the inside is trying to keep whatever's out there the fuck out. Right. So the quarantine's on the exterior, not right. on the interior. Right. So at that point, it's like, yeah, there's something crazy, sci-fi, freaky that's on the outside, which we know that, but evidently he's trying to protect himself. From but it, Keith, and, um, what's he typing codes for and shit down there? I have no idea. Zomb- what 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 do the codes have to do with like zombies? Maybe he's maybe he has a remote job in um, Taiwan that he's doing um, some Python code <laughs> <laughs> on that okay. awesome database computer. That's yeah. great. Apple II or whatever they have. Did, 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 did you notice what the did, did, Keith, did you see what the last key that he clicks says? Um, if, I'm trying to remember. It said something. Escape, was it? Or execute. something with the E. Execute. execute. That's right. Yeah. Execute. That's old school, man. That's I remember not enter. That's execute. That was Apple. Isn't that like an old school Apple II or something that had execute? No, no. That that was... Uh, um, that system was, was definitely pre-Apple. Or was, was that IBM? Real. Like That thing was real to real. That's true. <laughs> Well, the computer itself was an Apple II, but then they had all the other shit built upon it, you know, so who knows what all the other stuff is. Execute. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> that's, that's pretty cool. I like that part a lot. A little detail adds a little mystique to it, to it all. Yeah. All right. Well, Shannon and Saeed go looking for Vincent and she trips and sees Walt and everyone knows who I'm going to ask. Keith, what the F is going on? Is that Walt? What's going on with Walt? Well, there's two things that are in my mind. Either it is Walt or Walt's dead and he's now um, 
haunting people and he was haunting Shannon because she lost the dog. She and lost he's like, the and dog. he's looking at her like, really? Like, you can't <laughs> even do that. Yeah. That's a great fucking So, so we know that people that show up on this island that aren't really there. So like we know, well, that we don't, we suspect aren't there. Christian Shepard shows up. Um, was it Boone? Who was it that showed up and died? Was it Boone or Shannon? Uh, I think it was. Who was it that it got drugged? Sh- Shannon died. Yeah, it was Shannon that died, right? Yeah. So we call them like proposed ghosts or yeah. potential ghosts. So yeah, but that was all in Boone's mind. Exactly. So but what, can, but what I'm trying to get at is Jesse is are was that really Vincent or was that another just image that was wait vincent's the dog you mean walt i'm sorry yeah uh, yeah vincent is the dog no i'm I'm talking about vincent i'm talking about the dog was that really vincent or was that just another manifested uh oh you think she hallucinated the dog i don't know that's what i'm asking i'm asking what do you think jess no i think that's actually the dog and as far as walt i think you can start to you hear about how special he is and is the, does this go along with that or is it all in Shannon's mind? Because she clearly heard like the whispers of the island, which, uh, uh, you know, we've kind of, they've been alluded to before by Rousseau. So all of the kind of craziness of the island is all like in this one scene. Yeah. So did anyone else have the same kind of hope slash fear that, that I did is that that was the water that Walt was like supposedly drowning in and not like rapey old man sweat. and (laughs) (laughs) I had no time thought of old man rapey sweat. Well, that was where we last saw him. You know, I just, he's like, you you put, you, you put two and two together. You're the only one connecting the dots here. Future. Better than putting I, one and O uh, together. You're the only oh, one paying attention. Oh, it's just the horror. <laughs> it looked a little bit too clear to be uh, old well, man bodily fluids. Like I, I don't know. I imagine that yeah, it, the sweat would be cloudy and murky as well. From <laughs> like briny, that big dude. <laughs> yeah, briny yeah. from their sea. It looked like pickle life. juice. <laughs> so the the next scene that we get, I I think is a pretty cool scene. We where we're that that crew oh. with Kate, John, Jack, and Hurley are oh, walking God. through the woods, and Jack oh, asks Hurley about the numbers. He tells Jack about the numbers. Um, Jack thinks they're just numbers, and Hurley yeah. rips his bedside manner. And from there, we go straight into the flashback where Jack is at Sarah's bed. As she wakes up and she can't feel her legs, she's got a broken back, and he pretty much just tells her, essentially, you're never going to walk again. And then his dad pulls him aside and says, you got to give him hope. Daz, let's be honest. If you're Sarah, do you want hope or do you want the truth? And what, what do you think about Jack's bedside banner here? I would want... Jeez, I don't know, to be honest. I think I would want the truth, but I mean, I'm always, you know, one of my mottos as an attorney is like, okay, if we do this, let's see what happens. Meaning there's a lot of times where I think I'm going to lose 
this happens all the time. I think I'm going to lose, or I'm almost sure I'm going to lose something. I'm like, whatever, let's just see what happens. Let's, let's file this, you know, who knows? And then we win. Now, are those miracles? I don't know. I don't think so. But it shows that you don't necessarily, you can be a man of science or a rational person and be taking in all the data and maybe even reasonably interpreting it, ter- interpreting it but you still don't know what is going to happen. It's still a, kind of a matter of speculating, you know, a little bit of, uh, you know, I don't know. It, it, it's, it, you, you take it off with a grain of salt. So maybe if I was that doctor, I would say, you know, your only shot is this surgery. The chances are slim, but let's see what happens. And then that's what I would, that's what I would say. Yeah, that's I, all I, would I say. see what you're saying. There was a way to say exactly, right. give someone the truth. But and not give them false hope would be like, like, look, there's like a one percent chance this works. Yeah. And be like, and they it's up to them then to either make a determination if they think they're the ninety nine percent or they think they're the one percent. You gave them the information and they chose to go with the crazy false hope or the, the reality of the situation. I think that's the way to present it. Uh, yeah, it's tough. I, I don't know. Look, what do you think of what when he says, but when he takes off the mask of this kind of like facade and he's like, just straight up, I'm going to fix you. And when she's in the throes of the nitrous oxide or whatever, she's whatever it is, you know, I'm sure it's they better than nitrous oxide. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> for for, spinal, for surgery. spinal surgery. They probably gave her something. Str- I hope they gave her something. Strong. I'm sure it's fentanyl and some, <laughs> some other stuff like, yes, yeah, <laughs> they gave her uh, they gave her a shot of whiskey and a bite stick. My surgeries. Well, back at at the caves, Shannon's telling everyone that she saw Walt and Jack gives another speech. Imagine that. Jack gives a speech, tells him about the hatch. Uh, Shannon and Charlie start arguing about the others. Uh, John decides he's just going down the hatch. He's tired of waiting. Uh, Daz, I'm asking you again, what should they do? Because now we're at the point where... Well, what, I mean, what do you think the whole group of them should do? You got Locke who wants to say, you know, I'm just going to go now. I think, yeah, I think John should go in. He's waited all this time. He's he's on a mission from God. He's sure about what he's got to do. And I, I think Jack should be doing what, whatever he's doing. Yeah, I mean, they don't all have to do the same thing. Why does everyone have to act as one? Like you can have independent units. They have different teams. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I would send a scout. I would send a scouting mission. I would even equip them with more people. I would say, okay. You know, Locke, you take Saeed, Kate, you know, Hurley. Well, so or so Hurley, if, but... you're, if you're, if you're, um, if, if you're, you got to send uh, after Locke, you got to put someone you trust, right? If you're Jack, you're sending like one of your inside guys. You already only half trust Kate. You don't trust Locke. So who, who are his inside Saeed, guys? Saeed. Is it just Saeed, Saeed and is, Her- is Hurley his inside guy. guy? I think Jack he's the trusts Saeed. Yeah, Jack, Jack trusts Saeed, and he could send Saeed to go, and, and he knows that Saeed would uh, come up with a probably a, a good read on John Locke and a good read on the rest of the situation. Well, he's the only other one that can potentially handle himself against that crew. Yeah, and there, and I think no Saeed. That's okay. totally right. Well, I think and Saeed's a man of science. Where's the other thing though? He said he they got four guns left, and someone's going to stay up all night protecting. The, everyone from the others. If he sends Saeed, who's who? Who, who are the guys you trust with the guns? Uh, 
not Charlie. But I do love, I got to admit, I love when Kate, she's talking to Jack and she pretty much throws his words in his face. You know, he says, says you got to believe everything's going to be okay. Jesse, do you think he really believes it? You think Jack really believes that everything's going to be okay? Um, I think Jack is just grasping for straws because he doesn't really know what to do. And he's, you know, he's trying to, you know, he's imparting the hope in this point in his life where he was kind of incapable of doing it earlier in his life. There you go. I All thought right. that the whole speech was indicative of how fucked he thought they were. <laughs> no, seriously, because he gave that, you know, I'll fix you his big speechy moment when he genuinely thought that that lady was never going to walk again. And this is kind of the same thing. Like, he's like, oh, no, we're fucked. I have to fill these people with that false hope, good bedside manner, just because, like, what else we got? Yeah. All right. Well, let's go back to the flashback. Uh, Jack is talking to... Uh, Sarah's fiance, whose name is Kevin, I believe. Am I right? Uh, God, Kevin! Rape face. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, it's, it's just look- it, is so, it is so creepy when he's like, do you think she'll ever be able to make love? It's yeah. Like, oh, oh, God. Why like, was that is, creepier than him being like, oh, what? won't you ever be able to bang me again? Like, I it, know. It's just like. Please tell me she'll be able to fuck again. Like, God, anything else. But, yeah, uh. Fierce, this guy doesn't look like he's going to be around long, does he? No. Oh, he's he already got. gone. He's gone. <laughs> like, he walks out and he gets in his car and he's out of there. Yeah, dude, he didn't even stick around to see how the surgery went. Yeah. So would you stay if you were in this situation? I don't know. How much money does her family have? <laughs> what about you, Jess? Would you stay? Uh, I mean, I'd like to think that I would. Uh, I don't, I don't think it would be a deal breaker immediately, but you know, who knows? Nobody you does. You're the good guy of the group here. What would you do? <laughs> I, I don't know exactly. I'm you're kind of, uh, yeah, go. What, what was, what's future going to say? Uh, I was going <laughs> to say, you know, you, you, you stick with them at least through the surgery part of the recovery you do the good guy thing and then you you probably bail what about you keith you, you at least wait through the surgery you don't fucking like don't even go to the recovery dude she was like where, where is he uh, he's like ah, i'll probably be back uh <laughs> yeah i mean i would at least wait i mean it's, it's pretty lame to bail oh too. that guy's yeah. such a cunt yeah uh, i mean okay is it a bad question is it is it not a question that anyone would have though i mean i don't mean to defend this i think he was a jerk too but he's asking the doctor in private like what am i getting into basically yeah before no, i'm married no, i'm not even judging the guy uh for for his ultimate decision i'm just saying how quickly he made it uh, that's what i'm judging <laughs> he had to hurry up and get out of there so he could be I britney said, spears felt really gross watching that part yeah <laughs> why did you identify with it is that no why? it's just no i mean i don't know i don't know i i, 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 I guess <laughs> i guess everyone kind of does maybe that's why i don't know so I mean we've we've talked about this a bunch so far, but but Keith, let me ask you, why does Jack tell Sarah that he's gonna fix her? Because that's who he is. He's just a fixer. I mean, I think that and 
assuming he feels that some, no one's going to be there for her because that guy left her, right? So why can't he be that guy? So like Damon Lindelof said, this is him becoming a man of faith from a man of science. But Jesse, how does he get back to being a man of science on the island? I mean, is the, does he evolve from man of science to man of faith and then back down to a man of science? Or is he just, when he needs to be a man of faith, he's a man of faith. And when he needs to be a man of science, he needs to be a man of science. Well, I think it's a gradual thing. It's just not like one event is going to take you from one spectrum to the other. Like, you know, that's is the seems like the journey that, that Jack is on, you know. But isn't that what happened with his dad, where his dad just said, you need to have better bedside manner. And then he just snapped up and is like, I'm going to fix you. Well, I think it was it was a combination of things. Right. So it was him being shitty and then his dad in the conversation and then the boyfriend just bailing. And then him having the conversation with her where he's like, okay, like I need to step in. Like, well, and I think he did degrade back to a man of science through watching the man who helped him become a man of faith, his father, like become an alcoholic failure and fuck everything up and, you know, kill somebody and blah, 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 blah. And that shook his faith and, you know, made him fall back on, on science. And maybe, you know, now he's slowly moving back into becoming a man of faith just through sheer necessity again. You know, I don't I, like you said, it's this this up and down, you know, cyclic journey, a cyclical journey. Yeah. Yeah. No, good call, guys. Good call. All right. So back at the Kate, uh, the Kate, back at the hatch, Kate shows up <laughs> to help John. He tells Kate that she's going to go first. I don't know about you guys, but that was probably the most surprising thing to me. I mean, no, not at all. That was 100 percent expected. I think he wants nothing more than to go in the hatch. No, Why would he no, send no, that's, in there? that's not John's MO. John's MO is to send a lackey first to make sure something is, is like, okay. And then if they die, you know, that was just the fates deciding that that needed to happen to help everyone along their journey. He can't sacrifice himself. He thinks he's too important. That's that is true. That is true. So as Kate's being lowered in the hatch, she counts like Jack taught her. Did you guys catch that? I did see that. It was good. That was cool. Yeah. Good little callback. Um, and then the light turns on. That was pretty awesome. And then something grabs Kate. Keith, what was your thought at this moment? Was it the zombies? What did you think when she just was essentially grabbed? Um, I just assumed it was the guy that we had seen earlier that had, you know grabbed her. Oh, so you did think that? Oh. Yeah. What was the yeah. light? Um, just uh, light. Just light. Yeah. I mean, I, there's a lot of stuff going on in the hatch. How am I to know? I guess have an answer <laughs> That's for a it. Very yeah. fair point. <laughs> uh, so did I? Was anyone else disappointed? Like Kate? I don't think "stop" is a good safe word. Yeah. <laughs> well, That's bad. Bad choice. Uh, I used to go with uh, popcorn. Popcorn's a good thing. Albuquerque. That's a good one. Hard to get out. Wouldn't got a yeah. no. You need you need like fewer syllables though. Like beverage. <laughs> That's a good one. All right. So now Jack, uh, we we flash back to Jack running in the stadium, and we see that there's someone there. He trips. This guy goes up and helps him. He tells him he was almost a doctor, and Jack says, "Small world." Of course, we'll find out later. Uh, Jack tells the guy about Sarah. As he leaves, he says, see you in another life, brother. Um, 
What are your thoughts right now, Keith, as you're watching this scene right here? Um, repeat it again. I'm sorry. Well, the, the whole scene where Jack is running and he runs into this this guy running with him who was almost a doctor. Well, they say his name is Desmond. He, but he does. He yeah, says he, his name is Desmond. Yeah. What are yeah, your thoughts on this? Well, I just I just assume that we're just going to find out some information because I don't think that anybody's going to kill anyone, even though he's telling them that, you know, he's going to kill Locke if he doesn't put his gun down. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about this scene uh, where he's running and Jack runs into in the stadium in the stadium. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were talking about the in the in the bottom. Jumping ahead there, mate. Yeah, brother. Um, I didn't really have anything on that one. I mean, to be honest with you, I was kind of clueless on why he was running through a stadium and. And the whole interaction to me, I mean, it was, yeah, it was just trying to give him words of wisdom, but I don't know. It just didn't fly much for me in that scene. Did you, when did you put two and two together on who that guy was? Did you, Um, you know who that guy was? Did you catch it? I I still don't think I know who that guy is. Okay, good, good. We'll get to that. Am I supposed to know? Uh, We'll we'll, we'll continue. Well, yeah, I'm excited now. All right. All right. So now Jack goes down the hatch. And uh, we get to see a lot of the hatch in there. We get to see the computer room. We get to see the mural, by the way. That mural, Jesse, who painted that mural in real life? Jack Bender, the director. Jack Bender, who also uh, did the picture. I don't remember what episode. He did a painting that was used in an episode that shows up later uh, in a Mr. Widmore's office. Anyway, um, yeah, he's about to touch this computer when John stops him. Um, are well, one of my favorite parts about this episode is the the sound, uh, like when the the song kicks in and you can they you can hear Kate screaming underneath it, like yeah. yelling for Jack. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so that's a really cool touch for a future episode. Yeah, very cool. So. Uh, yeah, he's about to touch computer when John. Well, wait. Stopped. So, so Jack runs into this room, right? So, so the the lights go on. Everything's crazy. Everything's nutty. He like thinks someone's chasing him, right? Why is he not watching the door of this single entryway room that he just went in? He's like looking at the computers and data. Like, bro, you're being chased. You have a gun. Watch the entryway. Did Did anyone else get Sounds of the Lambs vibes from this? It's what specifically? Well, just that whole scene where Clarice is walking around James Gunn's house. I mean, obviously he doesn't have the black light on, but just kind of that scene. The night vision. The night vision Uh, scene where she but this but this is kind of before that scene where she's just kind of walking around not knowing what's going on. I don't know, just tactical awareness, man. Like like basic. Come on. He's a doctor, not an agent. Yeah, but you'd still watch the door. I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> All right, so now we go back to the hospital, and Jack is sitting in Sarah's room after the surgery. We find out her fiance left. He tells her that she will never walk again. Wah wah wah! But then she starts wiggling her toes. So Jesse, let me ask you something: Did Jack really fix her? Did something else going on? Because we do know that there was another character who was paralyzed that mysteriously was able to walk again. I'm going to go with that Jack did fix her just because, you know, they're not on the island. 
Uh, so the healing properties, like, I mean, are we saying that like, uh, it's a, but, a, a thing, you know, but Jack did, didn't he like say hi to Locke or something? Didn't they, didn't he touch him a little bit when he got on the plane? Maybe, maybe he can just like touch people and fix their paralysis. He's an amazing mm. doctor. Wow. I mean that, yeah, yeah. That, that's why you would become a spinal surgeon is if you could do that. Yeah. yeah. Bro, he's a fucking cheater. He <laughs> yeah. He's a shit doctor. He's just got yeah. magic power. Man, man of faith. <laughs> but I got to say, I think my favorite deck line ever is where he's like, I'm intense. Like, yep, that just, <laughs> that just really wraps you that, that, that wraps you like you up in a bow and that's it for you. You know? Now, did he really fix her or did, um, I mean, how good of a doctor could he be if he didn't realize like to at least test her out before, instead of saying, you'll never walk again, be like, how about we check this out? Do you feel this? Yeah. Do you feel like, shouldn't I do that before he says, I'm sorry, you'll never walk again. Uh, uh, Keith. Yes. Is the answer to your question. Yeah. He walked in after the surgery, uh, without doing any fucking test. and was just like, yep, you're never going to walk again. Um, but that wasn't even the thing that bugged me the most. The thing that bugged me the most was she complained, um, that he smells, but the bitch had oxygen tubes in her nose. She can't smell anything other than fucking oxygen. Maybe that's how bad he smelled that she could no, smell uh, him above the oxygen. Uh, maybe, but <laughs> if that, he'd be peeling the paint off the walls if it was that bad. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, this episode ends uh, with Jack in a standoff. And uh, what do you think of this, Keith, with Jack and the guy in the hatch? Do we know anything more about this? What are your thoughts? Who is this guy in the hatch? Have we seen him before? Is he brand new? Is, is he? Is, is this Desmond that I don't know? He's, it is Desmond. It is, it is Desmond. Yeah. Did you not catch yeah. that? No. Yeah. No. It's the guy from the stadium scene. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know um, if I wanted to say that or not, but I guess everyone's supposed to know that, right? Well, I, I make it very obvious. Like, you're, you're supposed to know that. Okay. I mean, that's the big cliffhanger of the episode where he's like, you, and it lost, you know? Yeah, that's like, he's like, oh, it's you. And then like you're like, how did they end up here together? Like, he knew this. Well, I th- I'm guessing the stadium scene so disinterests me that I just didn't really, that, that character's face didn't really stay in my head. So. I don't know, that was a pretty good scene. Maybe you were just taking a poop or something during that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have I have a poop chair in my living room. I just <laughs> oh god, like poop. idiocracy. That's amazing. Yeah, that movie just did not do it for me. No, but answer your question. Um, no, it's, to me, it was just it was just excitement, and I I feel like that we're going to learn at this point. He's gonna they're going to ask you got the two people down there. They're going to ask the right questions, hopefully to get the information of what the fuck's going on. Uh, but no, you you need Saeed. He's your main inter- uh, uh interrogator. Yeah, but they're also that guy's going to want to know where they came from, and he's going to want information from them about you know what have they been doing. So well, I feel like the connection with Jack. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, but I feel yeah. like both of them are going to be able to hopefully exchange information and figure out what's going on. All right. Uh, is Desmond seeing Jack in another life? Like, uh, what's going on with that? Well, apparently, he saw him in the same life earlier, and I missed it. So. Um, it's possible. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's possible. 
Nice. So we can officially say um, that that's Desmond in the Hatch. So let me ask you a couple questions, Keith, just to kind of gauge where we are in your brain. Um, is Desmond alone down there? No, it can't be. Just him and Mama Cass. No, I mean I don't think the. Ha- I mean did, we don't we didn't find out that this hatch is like. Is it just like four hundred square feet, or is it like tunnels? We don't know that, right? We don't. We do not. No. So I'm assuming that it's bigger than just that one area. What's the deal with the computer? What do you think? Is that thing important, or is it just to yeah, show it, us? It, is that just to mess with our brains with the time? No, the I think it has to be important. Perhaps. I mean, yeah, of some sorts. What that is, I don't know, but. What's going on with Walt? Wow, just rapid fire. Rapid fire. <laughs> um, I'm now believing that Walt might be dead. Um, or it's that same thing, because remember when um, Claire got taken and she kind of came back and um, I, didn't someone see her in a vision at one point? Astral projected or whatever. Yeah. So she's not dead. So I don't know if that's the case, but something is going on, whether whether Shannon's hallucinating because she felt bad about losing the dog or. So, uh, but Keith, if Walt's dead, how did he die? Uh, it looked like it looked like when he was stopping wet it, it, that it looked like maybe he jumped off the boat and drowned. Mm, like maybe good. he was going away from those people. Not raped dead to death by death. Yeah. <laughs> right, where one, what's one, going on one with the thing that we didn't talk about was uh, uh, what are your thoughts on the um, like the the magnetism in the uh, the hatch and all of the concrete mm. that is sealing off the wall and everything. You notice that uh, the key was like floating off of his neck. Yeah, it was pulling it, but just the fact that like uh, um, like a whole section of it was just like filled in with concrete. Like so there's something, there. yeah, there's something powerful that they're trying to block, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is probably the uh, the central force of the island that is kind of running everything, where they're putting the the uh, sacrifices to keep it at bay. Well, now That's we interesting. know. Um, yeah. Where all the compasses, where all the compasses were pointing. True. Probably to that big ass magnet. Yeah, probably. there you go. What about uh, Jen, Michael, and Sawyer? We didn't get any answers <coughs> about them. Where are yeah. they? What's going on? I don't know, but Shark it's still bait. it's still the same day, so they could theoretically go to their story tomorrow, especially if it's part if it's a three part kind of opener. Oh, you think we're gonna get their story same day in the next episode? No, we could. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We could. I really don't remember. This will be fun. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if the next episode opens with them swimming, trying to survive. It's a good so. thought. And most importantly, I want to know where Vincent is. He'll come back. That was my next question for you, which we skipped, but that's right. We'll deal- hit this right now. <laughs> Season two starts off with a big death, a big one. Shannon's dad. Good. We don't even know who played you, <laughs> and we don't care. Your two pumps and an apology caused this world, Shannon <laughs> Rutherford. <laughs> and now you're dead. 
<sighs> we'll see who's the next to go. I don't think we had any other deaths in this episode. Um, the death of Sarah's relationship with Douchey McDoucherton Kevin. <laughs> but we know how that ends up. She does get to dance at her wedding. Spoiler alert. Yeah, and she marries a doctor instead of that asshole. That was the best accident she ever could have had. Yeah. And it killed Shannon's dad. (laughs) Fucking perfect. Sarah, you are a hero. Uh, Speaking of deaths, any more thoughts, Keith, on who this mysterious main cast member who is going to die if you listen last week darlton spoiled for us that a major cast member will die in the first say quarter of this season any any thoughts want to take a take a shot out there we've got sawyer shot we've got jack and Locke pretty much with guns to their head um we have kate who fell and is she still injured She's just disappeared at this point. Yeah, you know, she's disappeared. Her, yeah. So I'm guessing one of those, and I might just say, I might just say Kate right now. You not think that Vincent is a main character? It could be him. No. Will Vincent come back? Will we see Vincent again? Yes, he is a dog. Does this show have the balls to kill a dog? Does it like <laughs> that's the question you have? No, uh, the dogs. The dog will be like Rose's husband. It will just be randomly wandering the island. And you are so close know. to how this series ends. You have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Notice Rose was not in this episode. Oh, yeah. She's still out on Broadway. I don't know. Whatever she was Keith, doing. will we see Rose again? I have to say yes, just because otherwise, why the hell are you guys bringing her up so much? (laughs) Just a fuck with you. Will we see the ghost of her dead husband? No. We bring her up because she's awesome. Yeah. She's hot. Two episodes of awesome. (laughs) Will we see her husband again? No. We never saw her to begin with. Well, there was, she was next. No, not even on the plane. Yeah. No, he was in the bathroom the whole time, so we never saw him. No, we didn't. No. Well, there was an African-American gentleman standing behind her in one scene. We might be able to guess that that's her husband. Or is that just me being racist and assuming that was her husband? <laughs> and her husband's just like a white guy. And I'm <laughs> so, you're, <laughs> so, so you're saying she likes light meat. Awesome. I, I, I'm just saying I shouldn't have a, a preconceived notion of what, who her husband is. That That's on me. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, hey, that is the episode today. Any final thoughts, guys? Uh, Oh, God, what was it? Um, Something I was mad at Charlie. Ah, fuck, I forgot. Is it everybody up into a frenzy? No, it wasn't that. Ah, fuck. I didn't write that one down. I thought about it while we were talking. Um, You can just edit this shit out. (laughs) Is Charlie going to be your new shit, your your new boon? I mean, you have Shannon, but you need another point of hatred. No, I think Shannon can draw enough hatred for for everyone in the show. She's pretty fucking terrible. 
And I have a lot of hatred to go around. That That's an amazing feat for a singular character. <laughs> that is true. And she lost the dog. All right, guys. Well, we will see you next week. Episode two of season two. I am super excited. I hope you guys are as well. Hope you like. Second, I was going to just say, Jesse, is this the second best episode in TV history ever coming up? Uh, it's probably like top 20. I wouldn't say the best. All right. Just wait till season three. Fuchin and Daz, do you remember the opening of season three? No, I do. It's great, I isn't do. it? It's very good. If you said at all what it was, I'm sure it would ring a bell, but no, I don't know. Not off the top of my head. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you at the, but, at, at but, our but next time. By saying uh, it's good, by saying it's good, I'm giving it away. So sorry. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it uh, next time we record Firecast with us. By the way, if you like this show and you want more future, Firecast <laughs> with us is our, our uh, Twin Peaks rewatch podcast that uh, we've brought back. And Fuchs our virgin on that, so it's going. It's not great. just me; you get more Gunner as well. I'm there. You get uh, Pickle from the Gunner and the Pistols podcast, and the great Kelly, who was a co-host on Gunner and the Pistols, and uh, she is back. Uh, it is. I think it's it's a fun time had by all, and it's it's similar to this, but it's different. It's a little different, um, but very similar. It's a it's an equally nutty show, but it's nutty in a very different way yes yes uh but uh but yeah i recommend it it's pretty good plus i'm on it so you know (laughs) so yeah wideopenmic.net for all that and uh all of our stuff we have to go back dot net is uh you can get all our info on this podcast or our facebook group we have to go back a lost rewatch podcast which i'm i'm not good at doing that i apologize but uh we also have at WHTGB podcast, which is our We Have to Go Back podcast on Twitter. So um, we will see you guys next week for episode two. And hopefully we'll get some answers to some of these questions. And Keith, these questions that I threw at you at the end of the episode, um, just kind of expect that we might throw those back out if we don't have answers to those next episode. So... All right. So you're not surprised. We're, we're going to kind of get a where's your brain at. We started doing that on a Twin Peaks podcast. I like it. Asking right. nailing, nailing Fuch with the where are we now. So, um, okay. well, thank you guys so much. We will see you next week. Peace. Yeah. See you in another life. Brother. In another life, brother.